Welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 19 years of healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My skill in moving energy combined with my medical background have been a catalyst for change in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Hello, and welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We are live here in Seattle, and it's Tuesday, boot camp for your soul. So we're going to talk about continuing our conversation, Eric and I will be, and of course, all of our listeners as well, and our callers, about rewriting your story. And you know, today was kind of a uh, an interesting day for me. I'm, I'm writing my newsletter. I've been kind of procrastinating on it, by the way, Eric. It's it like really should have came out <laughs> at least a week ago. Well, but that just means it's going to be extra good, right? That's what Alyssa said. <laughs> that's exactly what Alyssa said. And actually now I'm even more inspired because sometimes, you know, at least for me when I write, I have to really be inspired by something. Yeah. And I have two articles. I've been working on them for weeks, actually. But somehow I just couldn't get inspired. And then uh, not last night, but the night before, I got really inspired about uh, an art- a new article that I'm writing for the newsletter. And then I started writing a second one today. Um, and it's going to be um, one of the articles is going to be about the whole Amanda Knox situation, which is very interesting. You know, she's from Seattle, Amanda Knox. Right, yeah. And international coverage for the last four years. Absolutely. You know, she became popular when she was, or well-known, if you will, in a celebrity yeah, popular world. popular might not be the right <laughs> word. <laughs> when she was arrested for murder in Italy, you know, one of my favorite places in the world, mm-hmm. uh, Italy. Um, and uh, her family lives here in Seattle, and she was a student at the U. So even my daughter, you know, because she's uh, a senior now at the U, has heard stories from some of her professors, you know, about going right. abroad and, you know, being careful or making certain choices. Um, and at any rate, I, I think that it's, you know, when we don't really know someone and then they're in a foreign country and they get arrested, we all kind of assume the worst, right? But interesting enough, yesterday she was acquitted. And and so was her uh, partner, boyfriend, Raphael. You know, he was also acquitted. Mm-hmm. So both of them um, are now no longer in prison. And in fact, I'm pretty sure Amanda's probably close to home because I, I heard uh, through the grapevines of the Internet that uh, she was flying home directly after her uh, acquittal. And I also found it interesting that Donald Trump has been financially supporting the family during their uh, legal hmm. battles, very expensive. They estimate that the family spent over a million dollars in court costs. I'll uh, probably make that back with a movie or a book okay, or something. You, know, <laughs> you are so right. That's what another thing I read today on the Internet. And, of course, it never even occurred to me. I mean, I, I just don't think that way, I guess. But, right. yeah, she'll be offered all kinds of interesting, you know, book deals and movie rights and things of that nature. So, yes, they'll, they'll make their fair share. Maybe they'll be able to pay Donald back. I'm not really sure if he wants to be paid back, but I think that's fascinating. He so, can spare it. He could. <laughs> yeah, he could. Just sell off one of those solid gold toilets or something oh, in his apartment. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> um, but what I think is fascinating and the article that I'm writing um, that will be in the newsletter that you know, God willing, Marie willing, um, will be released sometime this week, um, is about karma. Because I think everything is happening for a reason. And I think karma is something that's occurring every moment of our lives. You know, it's based on what we say, what we think, the actions that we take are creating some sort of end result. And that's all karma is. It's an end result. And many times end results are also from previous lifetimes, you know, things that we've experienced in other lifetimes. It, maybe there wasn't a karmic opportunity for it, the end result to come through. And so I find it fascinating. You know, what is 
Amanda Knox's karma that she's playing through in the 21st century in the public, you know, so very fascinating. So that's what the article's about. And, and one of the reasons why I love talking about rewriting your story, because it helps you rewrite your karma. You know, a lot of people think that karma is bad, but it's actually quite beautiful because also when you're speaking with high in regard to yourself and, and those in the world, right. you're attracting positive karma into your life. Well, the way I hear karma talked about a lot is uh, the concept of karmic justice, if you will. Like if somebody wrongs you, don't you don't necessarily need to do anything about it because karma will take care of that in the end. Or they're they're um, you know somebody doing something bad. There's you know essentially they'll get their payback at, at some point. Yeah. What do you think about that concept? Well, I think that, yes, that's true if you want to look at it. I don't think the universe looks at anything as right or wrong. Mm-hmm. And even when karmic events occur to us that we consider negative, we're not sure what we did thousands right. of years ago. <laughs> you know, So huh, what, what were we doing thousands of years ago when maybe we weren't in our highest consciousness that maybe when something negative is happening to us, what we perceive as negative is a result of something that happened thousands of years ago. Well, can't we ever just break free and have a clean totally. slate in life? Yeah. Consciousness is what it's <laughs> all about. Why are we still paying for something <laughs> from a thousand years ago right. that we have no clue about? Right. And you know, I, I think a great example, and I talk about this often, is like Sudan Hussein and our ex-president Bush, our most recent President Bush. You know, wow, how much karma did they create just recently killing each other, you know, in various ways, trying to. And and what karma are they trying to clean up from previous lifetimes? Because a lot of times the reason why we keep having the same experience over and over again is because we choose to be unconscious. Mm-hmm. You know, we choose not to ask, why am I attracting this in my life? And what is it that I wish to learn from this experience? We don't know um, regarding Amanda. It could be that perhaps in a previous lifetime she was publicly, you know, uh, it had a similar experience, but had a worse outcome. And maybe somehow, in some way, she, you know, her soul wants to be rectified in a public way. We, we don't really know the circumstances. But in every event, karma is playing out. And yes, we don't need to, you know, judge other people because karma is a natural, constant flow in the universe. And if so, if someone is doing something that's not in the highest good for themselves or other, there will be some sort of, some sort of comic um, balancing, if you will. Hmm. Yeah, but so yes to your question and all the other things that we talked about. Okay. <laughs> all right. So um, why don't we go ahead and go to the phone lines and see what people have to say. All right. Let's talk to Jerry calling from Seattle. Hi, Jerry. How are you? Oh, hi, Marie. I'm doing well. Great. What can I do for you? Um, my uh, question is my father is um, nearing the end of his life here, and um I'm wondering whether or not you can tap into his spirit guides before he goes and um, find out if there's, you know, what are they saying? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, when people, when they're preparing to leave their bodies, um, it's quite a celebration, by the way. It's just like here on Earth when, you know, beings are coming into human form and they're being born through the human body. We're all excited about it. You know, we buy presents even before they're born. (laughs) You know, we have lots of parties and it's the same thing. So that's what's happening um, on the other side in preparation for your dad's passing because it is evident he is passing. In other words, you know, he's not going to get a get out of jail free card. Whatever's going on in his health right now is, is affecting him permanently, you know, in terms of a physical reality. What they, what his guides or guides are talking about right now is how scared he is actually about it. Mm. You know, that he, um, 
at least from my impression, what I'm being told is that your father doesn't have a strong religious belief or spiritual belief, or if he does have a strong or, you know, somewhat moderate um, religious belief, it may have some fear connected to it. So, you know, he's more afraid of the transition um, than perhaps maybe you or I would be. You and I would be going, Woo-hoo, what's next? Especially if we have lived a long lifetime. Um, so, yeah, he's fearful, and so his guides are working on ways that they can calm down his energy. Your father also does not like to express his discomfort. So he's not saying how he's feeling from what I can see. Yeah, I asked him point blank on Sunday. You know, really? If he was anxious or worried or about this or not. And what did he say? Um, his initial reaction was no, and then he said, well, yes and no, but no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's scared, so. and, and I don't think that's unusual. Women are frightened when they're giving birth. I think babies, we know, go through a lot of stress as they're moving through the birth con- canal. So that's why we call it labor. Even when we leave our bodies, there's a labor involved in it. Mm-hmm. And a big part of letting go, you know, when you have to take your energy system, release it from a physical reality that we've clung onto in multiple ways, and um, there's, you know, a labor going on. So um, so that's what the guides are doing. They're helping to decrease his anxiety on the physical level. And when he sleeps, which they're hoping he'll start to sleep more, that they're introducing friends and family that have already passed that he may feel great comfort from or even excitement towards in his sleep state so that he gets more excited about his, um, you know, transferring his life form to a new um, time-space reality. Hmm, okay. Well, that's, that's reassuring. Good. Yeah. And you're doing a great job. That's what your guides are saying, that you're asking the hard questions of your dad, but you're not holding him to the answer. <laughs> <laughs> so they appreciate that you're there in your awareness, picking up on something about what's going on for him that he doesn't have a lot of awareness of. But you're also not creating more anxiety for him by, come on, dad, spill it, you know. <laughs> yeah. So they say you're doing a wonderful job. Okay. Well, I appreciate that. You're welcome. Yeah. Thank Thanks you so much. Yeah, thank you for the reading. Sure, and lots of love to your family and your father during this time. All right, thank you, Marie. You're Have a good day. Thank you, you too. Bye. Bye-bye. All right, our next caller is Renee, also on the line from Seattle. Hi, Renee. How are you? Hi, how are you? I'm great. Um, I'm scheduled to have a test tomorrow. It's a procedure, uh-huh. and I'm grateful to have the test available. Uh-huh. And I'm just wondering if you see anything or if there's any energy you can send me before the test. Mm-hmm. Well, this is my first thought, um, okay. and but there is some energy that I'm not always sure about when I get um, when I have a particular energy regarding something. I, I question it. Well, like, why am I really? One of the things about being intuitive is that you have to, as an intuitive, you have to pay attention to your own reaction. You know, is my reaction neutral? Am I coming from a place of source energy, or are my buttons being pushed? Yeah. And so I kind of felt a little bit of my own buttons being pushed. So my first reaction was, "Why are you having the procedure?" That was my first reaction. Uh-huh. And you don't have to answer that question, by the yeah. way. Yeah. Um, so is it something that you feel is truly necessary? Uh, yeah. Okay. Do you feel that you already know what the outcome of the procedure will be? Uh, not really. Huh. Not really. Uh-huh. I mean, um, you, know, you always have one hope that it's going to turn out a certain way, but I'm open to whatever possibilities that turn out uh-huh. because I worked in healthcare for a long time, and uh-huh. I uh-huh. know that it's possible that it could go any way. Right. So if you were to step back, if you know, because now that I know that you've worked in healthcare, now I know why my buttons were a little pushed, <laughs> right? And I loved, I love, and I still do love modern medicine. I really do. Mm-hmm. However, I think there are more procedures done that are unnecessary. Yeah. Rather than a little bit, let's just step, step back and wait. 
you know, kind of a thing. Uh-huh. Um, and I understand where you're coming from because you know all the potential things that could be wrong, and this procedure is going to give you the information that you need. Right. And so that's why you are all gung-ho for it. But here's what I'm going to ask that you do. Okay. Is it, it would be wonderful for you to have some sort of intuitive sense before you go into this procedure, which you said is tomorrow, right? Yeah. About the outcome. So you can learn to start to trust your intuition so that you won't have to wait to have a procedure or you can schedule a procedure without any angst or whatever uh, or going into all the possible negative scenarios <laughs> yeah. in the future. So. If you were to step back, like, do you have a um, a sister or a close female friend that you're very close to? Yes. All right. So what I want you to do for a moment is to imagine that that person is about to have the procedure, not you, okay. as, as if they're in your body. Because I want you to kind of disconnect yourself from your own emotions about your own being and your own physical body. Okay. And, and from that place, whether, you know, you're able to get to that place now or when we're off the air... What would your intuition tell you about the procedure then, if you can detach and go into another body? Oh, that's a great idea. Okay. And that's do, a great idea. And do you have any intuition so far about it? Um, I think it's going to be okay, but I yeah. think as a result of what they find, they'll want to prescribe medication, and that's where I'm really hesitant to take. Okay, great. Yeah. And so so here's the beautiful part of it. that you. I think you already know the answer. I yeah. do think that you're going to be happy with the outcome. Yeah. You know, not... I think that there, you're right. There's going to be something you have to deal with, but overall you're going to be happy, like, phew, kind of a yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, and the medication, so since you already have an intuitive hit that the medication that they want to prescribe is maybe something you don't want to take, yeah. you, then I'm hoping that you're going to look at all the different alternatives that are available. Oh, that I will do. <laughs> great. And use yeah. your intuition because you can always go back. That's the great thing about conventional medicine is you can always go back to that type of drug. But there's many other things that you can try first, especially if things aren't overly acute. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And see if you can get your body back to balance. But yeah, my overall sense is that you're going to be happy with the end result of the procedure. Sounds great. Okay. And keep me posted. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you so much. And best of Mm -hmm. luck tomorrow. Thank you. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. So it's Boot Camp for the Soul Tuesday. We're talking about rewriting your story. We're also talking about all kinds of fun and interesting things here on the Remenu Cherry Show. And we'll be right back. Join Marie on October 20th for her Thursday evening class, Stepping into Consciousness. This two-hour-long seminar will teach you how to positively live in this reality. Come interact with like-minded people, and you may even receive a mini-reading. Stepping into Consciousness will be held from 7 to 9 p.m. at the Redmond Town Center Marriott. Register online at energyintuitive.com or call 425-825-5671. That's 425-825-5671. There's an exciting new astrology hour, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. with Deborah Silverman. Deborah's unique blend of psychology and astrology turns planetary language into plain English. Join us for an interactive hour that's guaranteed to give you personal insights in a fun and entertaining way. Tune in to Deborah Silverman Live. Whatever your life question, marriage, job, family, relocation, or just curiosity, call for a live reading Tuesdays at 5 p.m. And visit Deborah's website at DebraSilvermanAstrology.com.
Are you looking for tools to enhance your life or to bring those things you desire into your life? Marie offers a variety of CDs to help you do just that. Get acquainted with your seven primary chakras and balance your human energy system. Or is embracing your intuition what you're looking to learn? Or would you rather focus on a healthy immune system? These CDs and more are available through Marie's website at energyintuitive.com. For a complete list of CDs available and their descriptions, please visit Marie's website today. Alternative Talk 1150 is now being broadcast in digital quality on FM 98.9 HD3. So rejoice, you early adopters of technology. And welcome back to the Marie Menu Cherry Show. It's Tuesday Boot Camp for the Soul. We're continuing our process of rewriting your story, although we haven't quite done that yet on this show in the first 20 minutes. But we will. I also want to remind everybody that on Thursday, of course, is my interview day, and I'll be interviewing Tammy Simon. So that's a special interview for me as she's the founder of Sounds True, which is my publisher. She's also a lovely woman. I had the pleasure of meeting her twice when I was um, in Boulder over the summer. Uh, she's just lovely. I know you're going to love her energy. Um, I think she has an incredible presence. So we'll have a lot of fun chatting it up with Tammy Simon on Thursday, so be sure to tune in for that. And so uh, how how is your life going, Eric? Just how's your story writing going? <laughs> mm-hmm. It's going all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So have you have you been able to use any of those skill sets I'm, yet? I'm trying. You're trying? Yeah. Okay, what does trying mean? I'm just curious. <laughs> uh, don't get all Yoda on me. Don't get Yoda the, on There yet. is no try. Yeah, only do. well, I kind of think like that. Yeah, <laughs> I do. Yeah. Um, well, you know, I, I've been trying, I, I've had these, uh, these projects, you know, I've got mm-hmm. apartments that uh, I'm trying to get remodeled and, uh, and trying to get rented. And, um, and so I'm trying to, in- I, well, I've been envisioning them, uh, ready to go and, and, and rented and, um, and we're waiting to see if that works out, but but so far, so good, I guess. Good, Eric. I'm so happy for you. I think that's lovely. That's really lovely. So why don't we go ahead and go to the phone lines and see who... All right. Yeah. Uh, let, before we do that, though, I, I do want to give out the phone numbers for folks to call in if they want. Uh, 425-373-5527. That's 425-373-5527 or toll-free 877 877- 825-8828. That's 877-825-8828. And now let's talk to Stephanie calling all the way from Kansas City. Hi, Stephanie. Hi, Marie. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Oh, fine. It's great to talk to you. That's lovely. What can I do for you? Well, um, my first little question was, I was just wondering how many guides you could maybe sense around. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Being. Yeah. And how's your story rewriting going? Because that's the first thing your guides say to me. Well, I'm I'm actually been working on that a lot. I've been trying to do a lot of daily meditations, and I feel like um, I feel like I've really improved with um, trying to clear blocks. Good. At least good. I hope I am. I mean, I feel like I have. Well, it's the first thing they're talking about. So the fact that you're doing it and you're feeling significant change is a good sign. They didn't say positively or negatively. It was just like, oh, rewriting that story. You know, that that's what they were talking. Like, it's very important for you. They're telling me you have a very strong mind, incredibly strong mind. And so for you, rewriting your story is going to have a, almost immediate effect. Because if your mind gets in a different wavelength for you, the outcomes almost spontaneously happen you know, pretty f- quickly for you. So, uh, so they are 
encouraging your continuation of this process for you in particular. And do you know what I mean by you have a strong mind? Um, well, maybe you should elaborate. I mean, I kind of <laughs> feel like I do, but. Yeah, you do. So, so everyone, you know, we're all manifesting and creating all the time. Every single one of us that are, some of us are more focused than other people. So when people mm-hmm. have strong minds, I think of, you know, that's the way I describe it. There's, they're more focused. So if you focus on more negativity, you attract more negativity. If you start to focus on telling yourself new stories, right, and shifting your biochemistry you know, through your energy in your body, then you start to have more positive outcomes. So that's the whole thing with people who are more focused or have a strong mind is they really have to pay attention to where they put their energy because if they keep putting it in a negative direction, they will attract it quicker and faster than the average person. Right. Yeah. And I see your, I can totally see the number of your guides. It's always, it's interesting to me because that's not the number I would have picked, you know, and, and that's the fun part about being intuitive. You do get surprised often as I am right now. You have the number nine, um, which means that you are meaning that you have nine guides and you're contemplating not coming to earth too many more times which isn't how I would look at your personality. You're a fighter too, you know, so you don't Mm -hmm. kind of give up the fight easily. In fact, my thought is, oh, I bet she's going to have seven. When I listen to your voice, there's a particular vibration I pick up on and then there's information I sense. Um, Uh And seven means that um, having a spiritual practice for you is imperative in your growth, a daily something, even if it's soaking in the bath for 10 minutes, but having downtime near candles or water, where, you know, there's no interruption, even for 10 minutes, is really important for you and your growth. But they keep showing me nine, which means that you're probably a lot more evolved than you think you are. You're mm-hmm. probably a lot more spiritual than you think you are. Because I think that when people have reached a certain level of awareness, that's when they're ready to not come to use Earth as much as a place right. of growth, right? So, right? so that's fascinating for you to really contemplate, wow, how evolved am I? Well, that's funny you said that. Well, actually, my um, birthday is September 9th, too, so it's 9-9. Wow. <laughs> but um, that's, um, I've been working on trying to get my values aligned with my goals, and actually one of my values I've created is spirituality. Ah. And so I know that I want to do some kind of profession um, in the metaphysical or the healing arts. Great. But I just can't. I don't know if it's a block or why I can't just focus on one thing. Well, first, and I mean, I've got to get started. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, isn't this great? We're having this conversation, and now I know why they were adamant nine, nine. Like I, every time I go, well, what about seven? They go nine. <laughs> you know? um, is that? It, it sounds like you need to do some mirror work. I think it's great not to be focused. If I focused on just one aspect of the healing arts, I think I would have missed out on the fact that I'm also a medium, that I mm-hmm. also love to mentor other healers, you know, that all these other facets that I like to write, all these things that I didn't even really allow into my consciousness, but perhaps I didn't because I didn't get sold on one aspect of whatever I do in the world. So, and you're a very... um diverse person and you can get a lot done in a very short period of time. So I think not focusing on one thing is a good idea. What I also think would be helpful is to do some mirror work and start speaking to yourself positively in the mirror or even without a mirror. You know, Mm -hmm. I have this incredible successful career that I love and feeds me on every level in the healing world or the metaphysical world or whatever language works for you. You could even Mm -hmm. say the healing metaphysical world if you want both words. So, and notice how you're hesitating right now. I just felt your energy pull back from what I just said. I mean, significantly pull back. Can you feel it? Well, it's because, yeah, just the step, I guess, 
That's what? what I just feel like I have a block and then stepping <laughs> into it. <laughs> I mean, okay. Because I know, I know that that's my calling and I have a true passion for that. I mean, that's all I really want to do. Right. But then, yeah, I don't know. It's just... Okay, well, well, yes, so the block is, and that's why you need to write a new story that, you know, things effortlessly and easily come to you. Maybe find an area of your life where you had to work really hard at it and it was exhausting and trying. Could even be personal Mm -hmm. relationships. Who knows, right? Right. Yeah, that too. So, because they just told me, yeah, that too. Um, so, so go ahead and rewrite your story about how things effortlessly come to you, that just magic surrounds you, that you're inundated with... incredible, delicious pleasures every single day. You know, write a new story. And then even though you feel that pushback, because I felt your energy just pulled back after I talked about the mirror work, like, I'm not doing that. When it's so simple, doesn't cost anything, takes maybe a minute every day, a minute. And it could transform your life forever. So I think there's more a block about being completely happy, being fulfilled. Mm -hmm. That's what I think. And so, um, Rewrite your story. Do some mirror work. Call me back. Okay. Thank you so much. <laughs> You're welcome. Have a beautiful <laughs> day. Talking to you. you too. It was a pleasure. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. Now let's talk to Christy in Seattle. Hi, Christy. How are you? Good. Thanks for um, taking my call. Of course. What can I do for you? Um, I think I relate really well to the last caller, I think. Um, I'm trying to look at recreating myself career-wise and probably relationship-wise, but I'm noticing as I go through the process, I've kind of had some setbacks because the manif- I trying to manifest, I feel like I'm blocking myself and I go through pain, mm-hmm. of fibromyalgia-type pain, mm-hmm. and my energy levels are really low. It's mm-hmm. almost like I, I'm resisting everything I'm trying to do. It's weird. Did you and write into my... To- did you write into my newsletter recently? Yeah, I did. Okay, I answered that, and believe oh, me, it is did. coming out, but I'm so glad you called, too. And I'm really sorry okay. for the stuff you've been going through recently. Yeah. I really yeah. am. So isn't that interesting? Like, I don't think we've ever met before. No. But when I look at a question in a newsletter, um, you know, like when Alyssa sends me all of them, could you answer these for the newsletter that I've slightly procrastinated on? Uh-huh. Uh, I feel your energy. So here oh, you're oh, talking wow. on the, I'm like, oh, I know who this person is. Oh, that's <laughs> I know you don't hold on to people's energy. So that's yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, cause I like to live my own life and I can't live it if I'm holding on to everybody else's energy. You know, I want to yeah. make sure I order the right split shot Americano with, um, a little bit of hemp on top. <laughs> okay. So, so at any rate, I, and you're right. You do relate to the caller in a slightly different way. I, I would okay. definitely focus on that piece. And I wrote this in the newsletter. So it'll be fun for you to hear it and then to read it, you know, okay. that, oh, wow. So, um, that, that part about you being really happy, I think you're terrified to be happy. I think it scares the, can I say hell on? Yeah, yeah. I guess I can. Yeah, Eric is shaking his head. Yes. I think it scares the <laughs> hell out of you to be happy. Really? And so that's what you need to work on. Rewrite a story about changing all the things in your life that have been quite painful, by the way, because you're very sensitive. So so things affect you 10 times more than, let's say, other people who are not quite as sensitive as you are. And you don't. Ah, I love Scorpios. I love them. (laughs) Um, Every assistant I've ever hired has been a Scorpio. Isn't that weird? And I didn't know it. You do work hard. I so agree. I so agree. So. So, um, 
So I want you to rewrite your stories. I want you to spend like three or four months rewriting your stories. This is very effective, and I really think things are going to change for you. Like, you know they are. That's part of your frustration. You can yeah. sense it. And so you've yeah. got this space where you need to go back and rewrite and reevaluate the pain and try to see the beauty in things. Okay. You know, like, yeah, because I feel like every my whole life I've had to struggle, and I don't feel like I need to do that anymore. I agree. So you have to go back and rewrite the stories. Like, okay. I think, you know, if you've been listening to the show over the last several weeks, I talked about rewriting my story about my dad, who wasn't in my mm-hmm. life. And, yeah. and then he came back into my life, which was really lovely. But what I also got very clear about, I knew it, but I got clear, is that it was really great he wasn't in my life growing up, because okay. he wasn't like the best kind of dad material at that time when we were young. He just wasn't. So it was probably in our best interest that he wasn't there every single day. So so that's what's going to happen for you is you're going to see, you're, you're going to change your story, get comfortable about it, he, heal some pain, and then go, oh, and I'm so glad it was the way it was. <laughs> uh, okay. From a new perspective. Yeah. Okay? Yeah, yeah, because I'm, I'm on the edge of that cliff trying to jump off, but... I'm not ready. You're not quite ready yet, but I love that you're standing there and I love that you're curious about it. And I love that you're, you're ready to jump, but Uh you just need a little bit more. um, You need some more friends cheerleading you in a way. Yeah. 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 And things are really going to turn out well. I think within what I'm being told is by August next year, you're going to look back and go, wow, my whole life completely changed and I'm forever grateful. Yes. So that's, that's you know, that's a little less than a year. So in about 10 yeah. months, you're going to have this really profound experience. Yeah, I'm excited. Okay, good, good. I look forward to meeting you someday in the future. Yeah, thank you very much. And I'll read the newsletter. Wonderful. Is it out soon? Or? It's not, but I'm working on it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate you're welcome. It. Have a great right. day. You too. Bye-bye. And we're going to take another break here on the Remania Cherry Show. We'll be right back. Are you curious about the other side or afterlife experiences? You may not remember living in this alternate realm, but it is your true home. Marie has worked with thousands of clients providing closure and healing for those living here on Earth and those now living on the other side. Join Marie at her Other Side Workshop Saturday, October 8th at the Redmond Town Center Marriott from 10 a.m. till 5 p.m. Register online at energyintuitive.com or call 425-825-5671. Manson Mitchell welcomes returning guest John Welshens, who dispenses great insight into healing your most difficult relationships. Then Rosemary Ellen Guiley joins us in studio, a rock star of the paranormal world. Rosemary investigates haunted and mysterious sites and has written 40 books, including nine encyclopedias. I hope two hours with Rosemary will be enough. That's Manson Mitchell at 10 a.m., followed by The Gary Mann Show at 11 Pacific. Get to know your spirit guides at Marie's November 5th Saturday Workshop. Marie, along with her guides and yours, will help you to feel more confident in your connection. This interactive day-long workshop will assist you in unraveling the mystery of your guides. You will learn techniques to better understand their existence in your life and to communicate with them. Come join Marie at the Courtyard on Lake Union on November 5th from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Register online at energyintuitive.com or call 425-825-5671. Tired of the insanity of other talk radio stations? Just click your radio knob and say there's no place like Alternative Talk 1150. 
And welcome back to Marie Manu Cherry Show. We're live here at Boot Camp for the Soul Tuesday, talking about rewriting your stories and all the other things we talk about here on the show. I wanted to give a shout out to Jeanette and Nancy, who are our newest newsletter winners. We are still giving away tickets to the next and the last of this year, stepping into consciousness class um, on October. So it's, the months are just going by so fast, I swear to God. I mean, wasn't it just September five minutes ago? <laughs> well, a couple of days ago. But yeah, yeah, okay. And now we're in October. My, my voice is still getting comfortable with that. So on October 20th, we're having the last Stepping Into Consciousness. If you register for my free newsletter, which should come out any day now, um, you if you're the 10th person to register, you get two free tickets to that class, which is an $80 value. Um, so we're excited to still offer that for people. Um, and so, of course, Jeanette and Nancy are our most recent winners, and we're looking forward to seeing them on the class on Thursday the 20th. Excellent. Congratulations to them. Yes. Thank you so much. So we are talking about changing your story, and we have callers. So who do we have, Eric? We do. We've got Teresa on the line calling from Seattle. Hi, Teresa. How are you? Hi, Marie. Thanks so much for taking my call. I still appreciate all the great advice you share with everyone. I hate to be an old record here, but my (laughs) call is very similar to the last two. That's okay. I feel like I have been desperate for a career change. Um, I'm a 15-year retail manager working long, crazy hours, um, and my health this year has taken a huge turn for the worst. Oh, I'm so sorry. Thank you. Currently home um, recovering from some surgery I had. So during this time, I've been kind of trying to do a lot of introspection and starting to do some meditation, um, just knowing that I need to make a change. Yeah. And just, you know, like I said, I desperately want to have um, the freedom to kind of control my life a little more. I, I'm a very creative person with kind of an entrepreneurial spirit, and um, you know, I would love to do something um, where I could, you know, have more time for my family and not be so tied down to a corporate type environment. Mm-hmm. Well, can you quit your job? And I already know the answer to that question, so make sure that you uh, are listening to your truth. Okay. The reason I haven't thus far is uh-huh. that my spouse <laughs> is, is very adamant that I have something in place, um, you know, until then. So Yeah, no, because you can quit. I mean, that's what they told me. I check like five times. I'm like, okay. you know, because I look at, well, can they afford their mortgage, their health insurance, you know, things of that mm-hmm. nature. And the answer is yes, you can, at least okay. for a period of time. Mm-hmm. Now, that's very nice of your spouse, but he isn't in charge of your life. Correct. You're in charge of your life. You get to make your own decisions about your life. And I know that the two of you live together and you have to compromise and come together as partners to negotiate. this. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> However, I don't think the fact that he said that is the reason why you should stay or quit or move to China or whatever. You know, uh-huh. I think that you have to make decisions based on what you feel is right for you. And I think that, you know, even before you got sick, that, that your job has become toxic to you. For yeah. you personally, yeah. and I don't mean like environmentally toxic, emotionally, spiritually toxic for you. Yeah, that's my own word, actually. Uh huh. <laughs> it's a sign. Yeah, it's a sign. So it means that you need to have respite, and you're getting respite now because you had to have surgery. Yes. You know, but that's not real rest. I mean, yes, it's important, it's valuable, but I think that you need to not go back to work and take at least three months off because you could work anywhere. You have enough experience. You're quite skilled. If you needed to go back to your job, you could. Or even with a different company. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that you need to take at least three months off after you've recovered from the surgery. Okay. <laughs> Maybe not go back to work at all. Mm-hmm. 
and and then take that time to really kind of listen to your soul and your heart because you have a strong intuitive sense. But it sounds like that not only with your husband, but with other people, you're listening to them. And I don't recommend that. You know, I learned that early on when my kids were little, and I'm kind of relearning it again with my cats because they've kind of become my kids a little bit. I know it sounds weird. But when my kids were sick and I would take them to doctors, I usually knew what was wrong with them, but I wouldn't listen to myself. Mm -hmm. And so then we'd go through all these tests or whatnot, and lo and behold, we would come down to the very thing that I already knew that I was maybe even uncomfortable to share. So now I'm starting to recognize this with my cats, that I have to have that same, and they've gotten great care, but maybe a little bit too much care in some ways <laughs> than they needed. You know, the answers to their health problems could have been simpler, more simply solved, let's say. Right, right. So you need to start listening to yourself. Okay. So here's your first homework assignment. I, I don't know if you've had other ones from me that I don't know about, <laughs> but I want you to start keeping an, inter- an intuitive journal. I want you to start keeping track of how you feel about everything that's going on in your life because your emotions are a connection to your intuition, not your fear because fear is not an emotion, although human beings tend to think that it is. Mm -hmm. I want you to go, well, what do you feel about a situation? Like when your husband says, I don't want you to quit until you have something in place, which that's logic. We get that. Sure. But it doesn't make you happy. I mean, your whole body goes, Mm -hmm. right? Yes. That's an intuitive sign. And then maybe even ask yourself the question, how would I feel if I told my husband I'm not going to do what you're suggesting? Because I think that's a whole nother ball of wax for you, not just about a husband, but about anyone that that you're listening to more than yourself, that you're giving more power to than your own precious being. Because I also think your husband, if you said, I don't want to go back to work and you gave all your reasons why he'd go, okay, (laughs) I do. I hope so. (laughs) He would. And if he he doesn't, you still get to make your own decision. Mm -hmm. Right? Right. Right. Okay. So right now you're going to work on increasing your belief in yourself and feeling comfortable with your personal power. It might be kind of fun to read some books on feminism, like um, Women Who Run With Wolves. Okay. That might be a great book to read. I'm reading one, another one right now. Unfortunately, I can't remember the title. Um, but maybe look at some books about you know feminine power you know, that are written in the literary world that are quite beautiful and well-presented about how women need to really trust their inner strength and knowingness. And that our job is not to follow any sort of dominant force, no matter how society um, arranges it that way for us. Because it's not always just men. You know, when we're not allowing our power to be fully utilized, then when we sense anything that seems to be powerful, we may back down. And it's not just always about gender. Do you feel like I have um, guides around me supporting me? Because I, I, I feel that very strongly. Oh, yeah. I don't know anyone who doesn't. Yeah. Everyone has guides that, you know, are supporting them. Every being at every moment has at least a hundred other beings around them, their own personal guides and angels and other beings, family from the other side. So yeah, it's a crowded place, but yes, absolutely. And they're just, this is the pictures that they're giving me, um, that they're just sitting down, twiddling their thumbs, waiting for you (laughs) to get moving in a direction that really feeds your soul. Okay. Okay. Very good. Thank you so much, Marie. You're welcome. And I wish you a, you know, I know you will, but I'm also wishing you a great, um, complete healing um, from your surgery. Thank you so much. You're Have welcome. Thank you. Bye. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. We got Linda on the line right now from Seattle. Hi, Linda. How are you? Hi, Marie. Good. Um, I'd like some tips on how to rewrite my financial story for oh. abundance, prosperity, holding on to it, uh, <laughs> holding on to money. <laughs> Yeah. Or or just having plenty, you know, having, like 
Yeah. All, yeah. all the money that you could possibly want is already there, right? So, yeah. right. But, and I love your hesitation because it's just an indicator of like, yeah, I wish that were true. I know. And <laughs> right? I've worked, I mean, I've worked my whole life. So I work, I earn, oh, you know, course. I earn money. And... No, you're what, lovely. You're a lovely person. <laughs> you are. So when you were growing up, was it financially challenging for your family? Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Or, or did they complain about it even if it wasn't? Um, yeah, I think there was always the money factor. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. So so a lot of times we model our energy after the people that we spend the most time with in our childhood. You know, like my mother who didn't have a husband or an ex-husband to give her money. I mean, she had an ex-husband, but he never gave her money. She was constantly terrified. So when I got divorced, I became terrified <laughs> financially. So yeah. so what you want to do Maybe is... Maybe I need to be more terrified. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're all, that, that never solves anything. Fear is ego. And being in our egos doesn't solve or heal anything. It just creates more fear and terror. So absolutely not. You are terrified more than you realize. Otherwise, you would allow the universe to give to you what Uh you deserve, which is already there for you. You would let it into your life. You would let things resolve effortlessly and smoothly with abundance. So I would start from your childhood and write a story about a very affluent life. Yeah, maybe you went to really cool private schools that cost a fortune and your whole family went to France, you know, every summer and smelled the lavender. And I love that you're laughing because that when there's humor and other emotions involved, that's a really Uh good sign about how successful that story could be for you because it's creating Uh a different response. Uh Uh So go have some fun. And, and, you know, you're a trust fund baby now, you know, your parents left you millions. I love it. Okay. (laughs) And keep me posted on how it goes. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a great day. Bye. Bye. Let's talk to Gretchen now from Auburn. Hi, Gretchen. How are you? I'm just fine. How are you? Great. Thank you for listening to the show and being patient, waiting um, to uh, have your question answered here. So what can I do for you? Do you think I'll get in on the show today? (laughs) Well, you did. (laughs) You did get... Oh, you're, you're on. You're live. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, oh, wonderful. Well, yeah. Yes, I, I know that I have seven guides, and I'm wondering what if they're trying to tell me anything about my energy, my health, because I have these this areas of pink splotches on my skin that's been stubborn for a long time. It's not a rash. It's not a, a big um, health problem, but it's just there, and I'm wondering if I need to take some supplements to help my skin clear mm-hmm. of this pink splotches. I don't know if it's hormone, hormonal. Mm-hmm. It feels or... hormonal to me. If it, is it on your face? No. I Where have is it? On, like on um, one of my breasts oh, and then on my the, my side, um, uh-huh. the hips, huh. kind of, and just little splotches, and it's just bizarre. It's not on my face or anywhere else, just uh-huh. on the body. Huh. Interesting. Is it embarrassing for you to have it on your breast? Because I felt this kind of wave of embarrassment, so I thought it must be like a, a more public place than... No, no? not really. Okay. No. Okay. Um, it's just, I would just like my skin to clear, and I've tried all kinds of supplements. I've mm-hmm. tried taking um, all kinds of creams, and and mm-hmm. I thought, well, maybe I should go see uh, Dr. Oh, I think she's great. And so I would say, sure, you know, so skin is always something to do generally has something to do with our immune system, you know, when our skin acts up and yours almost looks like rosacea, you know, it's, it's even a little, it's a little swollen, almost pustule, but not really pustule. It's weird. Like it's inflamed when I look at it. Uh, It doesn't, it doesn't hurt. It doesn't itch. 
it doesn't it's yeah. just there right it's like it like could it be like a a mold or something. I don't know. We have well water, and I thought maybe yeah. it's from our water. No, I don't think so. I think it's hormonal, personally. I think it's hormonal. Uh, I think you have stress over becoming, and it's funny because it kind of relates to uh, one of our callers, at least today, about your independence, about, you know, it's it's like either your whole family's graduated, like you've done your job, and yeah. I don't, you know, and they've all graduated and with honors, you're doing great in the world. And you're just like still waiting for your life to bloom or, or you're waiting for something to happen so you can take care of them or you're waiting for a grandchild or I don't know what it is, but you're, <laughs> you're waiting for someone else's life to affect yours. And I think it's time for you to let your own life affect you. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think your whole role of taking care of everybody else is kind of done. You know, it's like there's no more hand holding that needs to happen on a daily basis and you did a good job. So that means your family is, has good coping mechanisms and knows how to ask for help. I have a very mentally ill son who is a, who remains a dependent and that's, and that's just uh, the card I've been dealt. So um, he needs a lot of care and, and I help him. He has care from, from the outside also. And so does he, does he still live with you? No, 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 no. Good. And that's what I mean. He's he's gone, right? I mean, I didn't know that you had a, that much, you know, a child that had that much need, but he doesn't live with you. It's, so. a, it's a huge need. It's a huge need. And, and, you know, he basically has no one else to help him. He would probably be um, homeless on the street if he didn't have people helping him. Right. He can't mentally cope right. with life. So he's probably living like in a halfway house or some sort of organization. Yeah, in a, he, yeah, in a apartment for disabled people. Perfect. And services come to him. And Perfect. He, so can you stop trying to take care of him? I, uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's really hard. You've got to stop. He's, he's independent. I mean, it's amazing that he's living out on his own to the best of his ability with all the organizations that you have that help him. It's, I want you to be really excited because you weren't even sure if that day would ever come. So yeah, I don't think it ever will. Well, it did. He is living <laughs> away from you. Yes, right. he has support, but you can't be there every single day hand-holding him. He doesn't even want you to. So it's very important that you start to energetically disconnect. You have done a great job. Yes, you will always be there in some reflection, but this kid is actually just fine. I mean, he has reached a pinnacle success for what he decided to have in his life, this incarnation. He really has, thanks to your right. help and your determination. And and so you you need to let go a little bit, a lot, actually. How can I get him realized that to take his meds. You know, this is what happens is he goes off the meds and then we have a crisis and he has to be hospitalized. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I think that, that that is, that's his decision. This is what he's wanting to learn. And, and and you need to not make it such a big deal. You mean to also not make it your complete job to make sure he takes all of his meds because notice how, if you're thinking about it 24 seven, which you do, it's a drain on your energy system. Yeah. And and your son is he likes to learn things through hard times. <laughs> he likes to learn yeah. things through challenges. So if you can back off, he he might surprise you. I think it's something you haven't tried. Okay. And and maybe have a different conversation the next time you talk to him on the phone instead of did you take all your meds? Right. <laughs> Just like how was your day? This was how my day was. Why don't you start having a little bit more adult, free, fun conversation with him and see how it goes and then start okay. putting your energy into your own life. All right. Will you promise me that you'll do that? I will. I, I am, I'm going to do that for you, Mary. 
Okay, well, do it for yourself, but yes, um, do it for me too. Yeah, yeah, please do. Hopefully, my skin will clear up. I mean, are my guys jumping up and down with joy now? Well, the seven. (laughs) Yeah, well, they they said that I'm not the first person to tell you this about your son. Okay. And so I don't see them jumping for joy. I see more rolling of the eyes. (laughs) But but in a very loving way, and it doesn't mean. I mean, that's just my perception. We don't know for sure they could be jumping for joy. But what I want to point out is the seventh chakra, which governs skin, is about you receiving unconditional love from the heavens. And so you have, particularly with this child, which I understand, I get it. I think most of us would feel the way you have felt having a more challenging child, right? I think most of us would feel this incredible responsibility and dedication. But you've fulfilled it. You've done a great job. And he's reached a really pinnacle success. And I, I think you need to celebrate that more rather than keep trying to find problems. Because, okay. you know, it, it, what if he takes his medicine more if you're not bugging him? Right. Right. Or what if it just is exactly the same, whether you're bugging him or not? I mean, that frees you up significantly. So th- so it's important that you start taking light in into the top of your head uh, from, you know, unconditional love from the heavens so that you'll start to be appreciative of what you do and how hard you've worked and what a great person you are overall, even, of okay. course, a wonderful parent. So if you start with intention like that, putting energy into your body from the top of your head, it could positively change your skin. Oh, wonderful. Yes. And, the, and you said the, the seventh chakra? Yeah, it's on top of the head. So just even oh. closing your eyes, imagining warm light coming in, and loving yourself the way you do other people could be really okay. nice. All right. Okay. I, I will do that for you and for me. Good. Okay, thank you. Have a beautiful day. Thank you. You too. Bye. Alrighty, Bye-bye. Before we go to our next phone call, I just want to remind people I'm teaching on Saturday, um, the other side class. We still have some room left. So if you were considering taking that class and writing new stories about your loved ones who have already passed over and learning how to communicate with them and, and having a relationship with them, uh, even though they're on the other side, which I still did with my dad. In fact, he jumped in my car the other day. I was on, on my way to go meet someone and he gave me a little lecture about... Uh, being a particular way. So I just want to thank my dad for jumping in the car and giving a chat with me. (laughs) It was very well appreciated. So at any rate, if you're interested, we still have room in the class. You can go to the website at energyintuitive.com and look at it, register. We'd love to see you. So who do we have, Eric, our last caller of the day? Our last caller of the day is Kelly from Seattle. Hi, Kelly. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. What can I do for you? Um, I'm interested to know... Same as some of your other callers. Um, I've been working with my guides to sort of figure out my dharma. Um, I've been in the same career for a long time. No, it's not my path or my passion, but also feel like right now it's kind of a gift because it pays the bills and I'm not miserable in it. Um, (laughs) And I I just want to make sure, though, that I'm still on the right path. I kind of feel like lately I'm a little bit stuck, perhaps. Yeah, Um, I think you're a lot of stuck. Okay. And, and and you can disagree with anything I say. And the okay. only reason why I say you're a lot of stuck is you are a take charge kind of person. You're very logical. I love those things about you. And so you tend to look at things more logically. I love that you can even rationalize about it like I'm not miserable. But I always think, why do people wait till they're miserable? I, I just think even if something doesn't feel right, it's a sign. And if we start to shift our energy from that moment... Then before things get miserable, we're in a new place that brings us even increased joy than the old place we were in. So your guides are saying that you need to move. So here's what I'm getting. You can disagree with anything I say, by the way. Okay. Um, I think that you're supposed to be an author. I think you're supposed to be a public speaker. And that's what I'm seeing. 
Okay. Does it is is there any topics specifically? Well, what do you think? What, what would you like to talk about, or what would you like to write about? Do you like to write? I, I feel like you know I'm I I blog a little bit. Uh-huh. Um, I've never been real confident as as a writer. Uh-huh. Um, but I I do enjoy blogging, and, and my passion the the path that I've sort of been led down it seems like over the last year has a lot to do with. Um, like regression work and uh-huh. past life stuff. Great. Um, and I see things also with involving kids, Great. but I don't. I, I don't know how that plays out or how it's pieced together. Mm-hmm. Or besides continuing to just follow the signs, which mm-hmm. is what I've been doing, mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, sort of right where to take that jump. So, so first of all, you like blogging and writing, true, mm-hmm. even though you don't feel confident about it. So I would definitely work on the confidence. Do not work on the how, what, where, when, or why. That totally slows down the process of achieving and creating what we want in our life. It's a huge hindrance. It's a huge weight because th- okay. most things can't be figured out by the human mind. I would have never in a million years with my mind discovered what I do for a living today. I, 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 went, I went through creating it through feeling bliss and joy and following that. So mm-hmm. work on your confidence about writing. And I understand that. I, I get it. But work on your confidence about it. Do some mirror work. And start just imagining that you have a fabulous career affecting change in people's lives through uh, past lives or regression or whatever that makes you happy. I mean, you don't even have to be that focused on what it is, but mm-hmm. obviously something more spiritual related. Um, mm-hmm. And and think of yourself as, as uh, a celebrated author or blogger or speaker. And use the word celebrated because that's something that, you know, you are a hard worker. And so hard workers don't necessarily take the time to be celebrated. They just go and get another project and start working hard again. <laughs> so I would use the word celebrated in your mirror work and the way you speak to yourself. I would start doing that. So that's what I'm recommending. How does that sound? Okay. Sounds great. Good. And keep me posted. I want to know how you're doing. Okay. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Have a beautiful day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So thank you, everyone, for listening to the show. As always, it is one of my greatest joys. I know it's one of Eric's greatest joys to be live on the air. Of course. (laughs) Of course. And thank you so much, Eric, for sharing your rewriting stories and your frustration and your your desire for a happy result. um, Because we appreciate all of that from you. Well, I'm rewriting it so there is no more frustration. It's all (laughs) smooth sailing. I love that. And we'll be back on Thursday interviewing Tammy Simon, the founder of Sounds True. Until then, beautiful day, joyful blessings. Bye-bye.